This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, federal employees may soon be required to get the COVID-19 vaccine. Will there be legal ramifications? Should such an order come from the White House, though? We've got some analysis. And the pandemic has allowed the government to take another look at how it operates federal real estate. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. The White House is strongly considering requiring federal employees show proof that they received the COVID-19 vaccination in order to return to their workplaces. The Associated Press says it spoke to a person familiar with the plans who said employees who are not vaccinated would otherwise have to submit to regular testing and wear a mask. The administration is expected to announce its final decision later this week. For more details on the possible vaccination mandate, here's Federal News Network's Tom Temin. If the White House follows through with that order that all federal employees get vaccinated, it would likely include contractor employees that work on site at agencies. In other words, it could affect a million people locally. But it may not go down easily. One law firm that represents aggrieved federal employees says it expects court challenges. Tully Rinky attorneys say no federal law prohibits agencies from requiring vaccines, but it could be challenged on several grounds, including the Americans with Disabilities Act, medical and religious accommodations and collective bargaining agreements. At least one federal mandate is already in place. The Veterans Affairs Department is ordering all Title 38 medical personnel to get vaccinated. Tom Temin, Federal News Network. Agency chief financial officers say the pandemic is changing how their agencies look at hiring and productivity. Most CFOs who took an Association of Government Accountants survey say remote work did not hurt their productivity and that it could help agencies reduce office space. Respondents say their agencies managed to onboard new employees during the pandemic, but did say new employees had trouble building connections with co-workers while working remotely. The General Services Administration is looking at reducing federal real estate as telework eases demand for space. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has more. GSA plans to offer its headquarters as a space where other federal employees can telework as part of its upcoming Workforce 2030 plan. GSA is also rolling out a program called Home Office in a Box that would give feds the option to order home office gear needed to keep teleworking. GSA's Assistant Commissioner for Facilities Management, Andrew Heller, says telework gives GSA an opportunity to save on real estate costs. Most work can now be done anywhere and at any time. I think organizations really have proven that over the last 18 months. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. A new advance notice of proposed rulemaking aims to make the most significant changes to the Buy American Act in almost 70 years. The Office of Management and Budget is releasing the rule today that, among other things, raises the percentage of component parts required to be manufactured in the U.S. in a product that agencies buy. OMB says the increase will go from 55% to 60% immediately. It will then increase again to 65% by 2024 and 75% by 2029. Federal acquisition leaders are being encouraged to take a page or two from the private sector's playbook. Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday explains. Six agencies reviewed by the Government Accountability Office are often neglecting to follow key buying practices that are relied upon by companies like Facebook, AT&T, and ExxonMobil. Only one, NASA, consistently works with internal stakeholders, especially end-users, to develop performance metrics for what they're buying. 
GAO is recommending the six agencies, which include the Army, Navy, and Air Force, as well as the Departments of Homeland Security and Veterans Affairs, update their buying processes in line with leading private sector companies. Justin Doubleday. Federal News Network. A group of former federal and Defense Department executives are recommending major changes to the Cybersecurity Maturity Model Certification, or CMMC, program. The IT Acquisition Advisory Council released a white paper yesterday outlining 11 areas the Pentagon could make both short and long-term improvements to the supply chain security program. Among the recommendations are to move the CMMC out of DOD and to NIST or DHS, as well as updating the acquisition rules so prime contractors carry a heavier burden to comply with the requirements. ITAC recommendations come as the Government Accountability Office is in the middle of a congressionally mandated report on CMMC. President Biden has picked a familiar face for a top position at the Department of Homeland Security. The White House announced Biden will nominate Bill Valdez as Undersecretary for Management at DHS. Valdez was previously a member of the Senior Executive Service at the Department of Energy. He also led the Senior Executives Association until last year. Valdez currently serves as chairman of the Alliance of Latinx Leadership and Policy. The Veterans Health Administration is still looking for a permanent leader. The Veterans Affairs Department is again soliciting candidates for the top job in its health administration. The position was vacant through the entire Trump administration and remains open today. A commission will vet candidates and recommend individuals to the president for the top VHA job. VA has been trying to fill the role for months. It convened a commission to find candidates earlier this year, but the president has not nominated anybody. The Senate Armed Services Committee advances the nominations of five key Defense Department officials. The committee approved Carlos del Toro as Navy Secretary, Gilbert Cisneros as Defense Undersecretary for Personnel and Readiness, and Kathleen Miller as Deputy DOD Comptroller. The committee also advanced Marla Carlin as Assistant Secretary of Defense for Strategy, Plans, and Capabilities, and Michael Connor as Assistant Secretary of the Army for Civil Works. Lawmakers once again want to delay a Defense Department plan to change its health system. Federal News Network's Scott Massioni reports. For the past couple of years, the Pentagon has wanted to shed 18,000 medical positions. The Defense Department says it would rather redirect people into increasing the military's lethality. The drawdown was supposed to happen over a few years. However, Congress doesn't agree. For the past two years, it's pushed off the plan, and the House Armed Services Military Personnel Subcommittee wants to push it off once again. Members of the panel say they're concerned that losing medical personnel could hurt the military in the long run. Scott Massioni, Federal News Network. The need for modernized financial systems will hit a crescendo over the next four years. Federal News Network's Jason Miller tells us why. New data shows 56 different financial management systems across the government are reaching end of life quickly. And 60% of those are still hosted in agency data centers. This data from the Treasury Department's Bureau of Fiscal Service is helping spur the initial rollout of the financial management shared services marketplace. Fiscal Service expects to finalize its acquisition strategy this summer and then offer the first set of commercial and federal shared services under the Quality Service Management Office, or CUSMO, in late fiscal 2022. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. The Biden administration says it's disappointed Congress is not meeting the White House's request to boost State Department spending on IT. The fiscal 2022 spending bill that's making its way through the House would give the department $275 million to spend on IT. That's a 40% decrease from what the administration requested. The bill also leaves out more than $100 million to secure state cyber infrastructure in response to the SolarWinds breach. State is making strides to rebound from its 16-month-long hiring freeze under the Trump administration. The Bureau of Global Talent Management says it provided bureaus the ability to fill more open positions to minimize the backlog that occurred during the freeze. 
These actions are in response to a report from the Office of Inspector General, which held that the GTM was slow to respond after the hiring freeze ended. The IG viewed recruitment actions from October 2018 to June 2020. The National Archives and Records Administration says it can resolve its backlog by the end of next year. More on that from Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco. That's not fast enough, though, for members of Congress. A bipartisan group of six House members are urging NARA to consider the Technology Modernization Fund as a possible solution. Members say more funding could accelerate NARA's plans to digitize military records and eliminate a backlog of 500,000 pending requests. Veterans need those records to access federal benefits. NARA says it's recalling employees back to work in person as soon as it's safe. Nicola Grisco, Federal News Network. And the Agriculture Department releases a tool using artificial intelligence to help parents and caregivers teach children healthy eating habits. The MyPlate Alexa skill is available to all Alexa device owners, as well as iOS and Android users who download the Alexa app. The feature will provide families information on what and how to feed their children based on their age. It builds on USDA's MyPlate initiative, which launched in 2011 as a consumer-friendly translation of the dietary guidelines for Americans. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts. I'm Eric White. This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone. 